Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yes, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful, 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 grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you and to share some ideas with you that hopefully will impact your thinking, help you impact your actions, and hopefully will impact your destiny and in the long term impact your legacy so that you will still be impacting people by what we talk about today is that people will be impacted 100 years from now because of things that you did and things that you put into action. So welcome to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast. 
all over America and around the globe now. So we're very grateful, grateful, grateful. You know, I start with a minute, uh, giving uh, that minute uh, credence and credence is from Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor, who wow. talked about the power of minutes, the power of making the most of every minute while you're here. We don't always uh, judge life uh, by the length, uh, but by the impact. So we want you to have a great impact and make the most of each and every minute. And then I want to take a moment as I talk about God's minute, that's the name of that minute, is to take a moment to thank God. Thank God for life and strength and for health. Thank God for friends and family. Thank God for the opportunity to do what we do and to be where we are. I am grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful that this show is now the number one self-help show in the country. I'm grateful we have speaking engagements all over the world virtually now. we got even a new keynote on demand program that people can get my messages on demand. And then we've got the books and the radio and television, but all of that is secondary to life and strength and health. Be grateful. Find a way to be grateful. And thank God for all things. Now, I am grateful for all of these things, and I'm grateful for our sponsor. We are grateful to have an incredible sponsor partner who's been with us, who has been supporting us, who's been telling people to tune in and been supporting us in so many ways. We want to thank Truist Financial. Two great banks came together to create a even greater bank, Truist. They have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. With combined resources, collective passion, and continuous pursuit of innovation, Truist is opening the door to a better financial experience to help people and businesses do more, be more, and achieve more. See what the future of finance is shaping up to be at Truist.com. That's right, Truist.com. That's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truist Bank, member FDIC. Well, I am very excited about my guest today. She's a phenomenal woman who has done phenomenal things and has made an impact. I'm very grateful. My friend Mark Victor Hansen from the Chicken Soup for the Soul franchise, he he's told me, you got to have her on your show. He was on his, with his wife not too long ago. And you should hear that podcast, by the way, folks, if you didn't hear that, it, it, it is a great, great, great uh, podcast. But and he's been on a number of times, but this last one was fantastic. Uh, and and he said, you got to have this woman on your show. And I said, I know her. I know her for the National Speakers Association. He told me even more things than I, I already knew about her. Her name is Mitzi Perdue. Now, you know her because she has had impact in two companies that everybody knows. First, Sheridan Hotels. Her father was the founder of Sheraton Hotels, and her family ran Sheraton Hotels for many years until they sold it to, I believe it was ITT. And, right. then, and then she married Frank Purdue, the chicken guy. That's right. Purdue chickens there. She married Frank. You know, he, he used to have a commercial that says, takes a tough man to make a tender chicken. Well, she married Frank Purdue. And they were together until his death, and they were a dynamic duo. Now, Frank Purdue was a billionaire. Her family came from billionaire uh, possibilities. And yet she's a woman who has done incredible things on her own merit. Let me give you a little more. She talks about so many things that have had an impact on people's lives. And she talks about how she has made a decision to do great things. 
She's a businesswoman, an author, an entrepreneur. She holds degrees from Harvard University and George Washington University. She's the past president of the 40,000 member American Agri-Women and one of the U.S. delegates to the United Nations Conference on Women in Nairobi. She currently writes for the Foreign Press Correspondents and hosts Earth's X TV show, The Pen and the Planet. She is the author of the brand new book, Tough Man, Tender Chicken, Business and Life Lessons from Frank Burdu. The book has made number five on Amazon's business biographies, and she's doing great with that. Plus, she has done a book with Mark Victor Hansen. She's done a number of other books about how to create legacy wealth. This is an incredible woman who's done incredible things, and I want to introduce her and invite her to tell us a little more of what I didn't tell in that introduction, kind of fill in the blanks, Mitzi Purdue. Hello, Mitzi. Hi, and what a joy to be here. And I feel so honored because I, I, I'm one of those people who worshiped from afar for years and years and years. Oh, and bless I was your talking heart. about you. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, fill in the blanks. You, 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 you grew up in this family who founded the Sheridan Hotels, and then uh, you went on to Harvard, and and yet you, you, you somehow along the way you uh, got success on your own, not on your dad's or your family's uh, coattails, but on your own doing great things uh, when you were working and and making your own way. And then one day you met Frank Purdue. So to fill in the blanks a little bit. Where do you where were you born? Where were, where did you grow up? Okay, I was born in Concord, Massachusetts, the place where the uh, turned around the world was fired, and. All right, you said fill in the blanks. One of the things that uh, I think people might not guess from hearing you know, my pedigree is that my parents were, I, I think you would have loved them and I know they would have loved you because their attitude, first of all, it was an attitude of gratitude. But, yes. sec but second, uh, my father told me that the greatest pleasure his wealth ever gave him was in giving it away. Mm, wow, wow. And, and mother... Yeah, mother's wish for us was that we would be good citizens and that we would give back. Wow. Wow. Well, your father founded Sheridan Hotel and built it. And I love one of the things I read. He would find hotels that were underperforming, that were going out of business. He would buy them. And uh, before they went on, you know, out of business or went on uh, into bankruptcy, he'd buy them and turn them around and make them profitable. And that's how he built the Sheridan Hotel chain. How, how did he do that? What was his background? What made him such a great entrepreneur? Well, among the things, if, if you had asked him, he would tell you it was the people at all levels that made Sheraton a success. But that, to my mind, brings out the question, what did he do that would make people stay with him for life and make a habit of going the extra mile? And allow me to tell you a quick story about, about yes. what he'd do when he'd take over a hotel. Yes. And, and the Sheraton Hotels began during the Great Depression. Time's a little bit rough like it is today, but in one sense, it was vastly worse because unemployment was 25%. Wow. If you, if you lost your job, it meant the breadline. Uh, so, you know, in, economically, it was harder than today. There, there, there just weren't safety nets. Well, when father would take over a hotel and hotels were going bankrupt right and left because you know, with the Great Depression, nobody was spending money on travel. So how could he make a success when everybody else in the country was failing with them? Well, he told me when he'd take over a hotel, the day he took possession, he'd invite all the people 
and it could be 800 employees at, a, at one of the larger hotels, he'd invite them to assemble in the hotel ballroom and he'd stand up there in front of them. And he would know as he looked out over this crowd of really demoralized, discouraged people that they were gonna have trouble listening to a single word he said because they're thinking, today's the day I'm gonna lose my job. What am I gonna tell my spouse? How am I gonna put food on the table? He knew how worried they were. So the first words out of his mouth was always, I want every one of you to keep your job. And then he explained, I want you to keep your job. Well, for two reasons. One, you know your job better than anybody else in the whole world. And number two, I believe in you. What my job is, is to give you the resources and the encouragement to show the world just how great you are. And you're gonna see in a couple of months, this hotel that's going bankrupt, it's gonna turn around and we're gonna be the most popular hotel in the city. We're gonna be financially strong and we will be an example to the rest of the city that tough as times are, things can turn around. Well, it became self-fulfilling prophecy because his belief in them had the impact that he hoped. But he also told me, there's a PS to this story. He said, words are important. And you, Dr. Jolly, I know because your, your life is built on words and their impact. But he also said that there was something else that he would do every time. Yeah, first he'd give, I think we could call it a pep talk. He yes. would give that, that welcome talk. But he said the next day he would show not just with words, but with actions. If a hotel's you know, on the way to bankruptcy, it's probably kind of gone to seed. You know, the curtains are frayed, the carpets are stained. But father told me that the first money that he ever spent when he took over a hotel were in the areas that the paying public would never see. Mm. He said he would, he would spend money on the employee dining rooms, locker rooms, showers. In other words, he was spending money showing the people who worked there that he understood how important they were. Cool? Wow, what a great story. Folks, did y'all get that? This is how you build an empire, how you build a dynasty. One, now there are a couple of things I want to make sure people get from this. One, first and foremost, he shared the story with his daughter. Okay, that's first of all, because you want to share with your family and the people who are going to be coming with you on the journey, what you're doing to create the legacy. Now, that's first. And, and she didn't even mention that, but I got that from that message. Second, though, is after she, he shared it with her, he told her how he inspired. The first words out of his mouth were, you're going to keep your job. Mm, that's that's all they wanted to hear. That was a psychological uh, in, uh, empowerment moment. And then he told them that they were important. Everybody needs to be important. In fact, I read in the book that one of your books that you said that uh, one of the keys to success is appreciation. And that most people go to bed hungry every night for a word of appreciation. And so you say that he shared with them their value. He appreciated them and then encouragement that they were going to turn this around together. What a great lesson. Now, appreciation, encouragement, and empowerment can literally transform your life and transform your organization because people act 
different and do different. You know, that the, the big part of this is it just didn't happen with her father, with Sheridan. It happened with Frank Perdue. You got to hear the lessons from this new book about Frank Perdue. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Mitzi Perdue. You better take your pen out, your pencil out, your phone out, take notes, because this is going to be life-changing. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, <laughs> your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. another great day and another moment. I'm excited about this opportunity to have all of you on my show. I want to encourage everybody, everybody to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. Sign up for the newsletter because every week I send out the learning lessons, the things that spoke to me from the interviews that I do. And I put them in the newsletter in a quick little article and a quick little video that will inspire you and empower you that you can share with your friends and family members to inspire and encourage them. And then every day, Monday through Friday, every morning, I send out a one minute motivational video message that people now all over the globe are 
writing me saying that message today changed my life. Oh, this one, what I needed here. So go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com, sign up for the newsletter. And then you have access to all my other sites, my marriage site, my faith-based site, my youth motivation site, my music. You have all of them in one spot. So go to winwithwilly.com. Now, my special guest is Mitzi Purdue. She is a unique woman because she's seen success in multiple venues, in multiple areas. Her father was the co-founder of the Sheraton Hotel chain, and she learned from him firsthand how to build a dynasty. And then she went on to have success on her own. She did a lot of things. Uh, She has uh, programmed a computer app. Uh, She has designed to help people track the interactions of lifestyle factors. She's been a rice farmer. She has been a syndicated columnist. She has written articles. She's produced TV shows. She's done a lot of things all all over America and around the world. And then she married Frank Perdue, the chicken man. And, you know, everybody knew he became an icon because he was willing to put himself on the commercials and to be very humble and say, it takes a tough man to create a tender chicken. Well, now he built Purdue chickens out of Maryland, out of Maryland was where their uh, headquarters were. And they were married and she saw firsthand how he built Purdue chicken uh, empire. And many of the same principles, cultures, and she talks often about culture and how important it is. Uh, she has put some real great learning lessons in a new book. And the new book is incredible. It's an incredible new book. She's authored Tough Man, Tender Chicken, Business and Life Lessons from Frank, Frank Perdue. And so uh, let's talk about that book, uh, Mitzi, and, and what you learned from that First, who was Frank Perdue? Frank Perdue was was kind of astonishing because as a child, nobody ever predicted that that he would become world famous. He was a very shy person. He wasn't outstanding in school whatsoever. He uh, He was so shy and he was working so hard in his father's farm that he didn't engage in after school activities with the one exception of baseball. And he was a, he dropped out of, uh, of college he, he went to a teacher's college and then decided, mm, I don't have the personality or the, or the patience to be a teacher. So he went back to work for his father in the chicken farm with the idea that, um, you know, he'd do that until he figured out what he wanted to be when he grew up. Mm. But he decided that he liked it and stayed with it for life. But wow. he started with no employees. In fact, it's the same story as my father. My father started with no employees at Sheraton Hotels. Frank started with no employees. My father at the time of his death was employing 20,000 people. Frank Perdue at the time of his death was employing 20,000 people. Wow. I mean, what a coincidence that two What men- a coincidence that you would have these two life lessons and the, the, the lessons that you got from the jewels, the pearls that you got from these two families, these two men who created these empires and how you are the common denominator between the two of them. Okay. So Frank Perdue started with zero employees. When he uh, died, he had 20,000. He was a national icon on television. He was one of the first people, in fact, uh, one of the first CEOs to 
make himself available for television commercial. When he started that whole uh, system where you saw CEOs getting on television talking about their products, wasn't he? Yeah, although he had no intention of being on the ads himself, but he figured that his business model was he was going to produce a better product. You know, it would be meteor, it would be uh, broader breast. You know, there were a number of things that were really good about it, but it costs, it's expensive to produce the best. And he thought, I need to communicate with the public why it's better. And that meant advertising. But back, we're talking like 1968 or so, back then, Nobody advertised a commodity. Uh, the idea was that if you, if you're advertising milk or walnuts or whatever, uh, it's just money down a rat hole because you're helping your competitors as much as yourself. Mm. So, so everybody told Frank that's a ridiculous thing to do. I mean, they were pretty much unanimous. Don't do it. Frank had the courage to go against all the advice that anybody ever gave him. He went to New York. He's remember he's a shy farm boy. Right. He goes to New York and the culture is just extraordinarily different for him. And he spends, I think it was close to 12 weeks studying what it takes to make a good ad. And he told me the first thing that he did was he joined a business library so that he could access all their books and magazines, which he'd just devour. And then he told me, Maybe there was an article somewhere in, you know, about advertising that really caught his attention and it would be written by Professor So-and-so from Columbia. Frank Perdue, the shy farm boy, would call up the famous professor and just pick his brains and learn more. So Frank, you know, just made, I, I call it total immersion study of advertising. And look, wow. where it, look where it got him. Because when he started in the eastern shore of Maryland, or the Delmarva Peninsula, that yeah, kind of that region, there were 5,000 chicken growers, and he was one of them. But by learning more than any poultry person had ever known before about advertising, and probably knowing enough so that if he were an academic, he could have written a doctoral thesis on it, when he got into advertising, he made a success of it. But he didn't intend to be in it himself. But when he, when he finally hired an advertising company and he had, he had investigated 60 different ad companies, when he finally found one, the copywriter told him, Mr. Purdue, the reason that nobody advertises a commodity is your competitors, whatever you say about your chicken, your competitors can say it about their chickens. You know, mine are fresh, they can say mine is fresher. But the copywriter said, there's one thing they can't Im- imitate, and that is you look like a chicken, you squawk <laughs> like a chicken. <laughs> and that you, you visual, that both the way you look and the way you sound, it relates to the product. And so it's got to be you. And Frank didn't want to. He told me that, that he just fought against it because he said, oh, I've never even been in a school play. But he, this was typical of Frank, whatever his deficits were, and in this case, public speaking and, and being on camera, he put the effort to learn how to do it. And mm. I think, I think everybody, I hope everybody could agree that he got really, really good at it. Oh, he got really, really good at it. He was so engaging and ca- 
he had a charisma because you said he looked like a chicken. He sounded like a chicken. And yet he, he, he was so um, self-effacing. I think that's a good word. Yeah, I, I'll use the word that he used. He said, yeah, cause he would coach me now and then on how to behave in, in the nicest way. I mean, I thought that I'm sitting at the feet of the master practically because he knew so much about human relations, but he said one of the most attractive things a person can do is be self-deprecating. Mm, and, wow. and Frank was, he was never, he was never full of himself. He was always humble and he was always egalitarian. Wow. Fact, well, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking since I used the word egalitarian, something popped into my mind, which is I have seen Frank Perdue several times with presidents of the United States. I've seen him all the time in the factories talking with workers on the line. And to my mind, he treated whether you were a worker on the line or a truck driver, a sanitation person or president of the United States, he would treat you with equal respect. Wow. Well, your book talks about that over and over again and his principles for success. And I want to talk about some of those principles that have had an impact on business and that business, particularly the Purdue chicken business as well as have had an impact on people's lives. You, you talk about in the fact, not just the fact that he, he treated the line workers and the workers in the field or, or in the factories the same as he would a U.S. president. But part of his success was he was willing to listen, listen to people. Explain that a little bit. That was, I think, there are, there are many keys to his success, but here's one that every single one of our listeners or viewers can copy. Although it's really hard, but it's doable. I used to watch him you know, during our entire marriage. I'm a writer by trade. So you know, I, I noticed these things. If he was, whether it was with a group of salespeople or at a party or wherever he was, he would listen 90% of the time and only talk 10% of the time. And the mm. 10% of the time, that 10%, he was asking questions. Wow. So it wasn't about him. And I used to notice several things about that. One is it, if you really listen to somebody, it makes them feel important. It makes yes. them feel good. Yes. And so, yeah, that's a really good reason to do it. The other thing is he learned. I mean, he was, he, he actually, he didn't take for granted that he was hearing good things. He would, he always had in his coat pocket, his jacket pocket, he had some little, I guess they were three and a half by five cards, and he had one pen for his entire life. It was a gold cross pen, and he'd take notes on what people said. Wow. Wow. And and you know what? Uh, what I love in the book when I read about it is that he would remember names of his employees. He would remember their uh, particular statures or if they're married or had a baby or had a new family member, or if you lost a loved one, he would go to the funerals. And, they, and you say in the book, he went to funerals all the time to just let people know, not to say anything, just the, the what would I call the ministry of presence, the ministry of presence, just being there, showing up, saying, I, I, I'm with oh, you. And oh. go ahead. Oh, we're going to take a quick break. Before you tell, I want you to hold whatever that story is. We're going to take a quick break for station identification. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. And we'll be right back. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast. And we are grateful for all of you who make this part of your weekly routine to listen and to download the podcast. Go to C-Suite Radio, C-Suite Radio, and get the podcast. And you can get it on iHeart and, and all the others. But C-Suite has some special opportunities and some deals that are really great and make it special for you. So go to C-Suite and subscribe to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. I also want to take a moment again to thank our friends at Truist Financial, the bank that's here because they care. They care and they want better for you and your families. BPNT and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities because they care. Let me give you an example of what that means. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion, that's right, billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful change for all people who are striving to do more, be more, and achieve more. I hope you'll check them out at truest.com. Let me spell it for you. It's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truest Financial, member FDIC. My special guest today is Mitzi Purdue. And what an incredible lady. And she has been doing such great things with so many... I mean, just so many things in her life, a rice farmer. She's been a columnist, a TV, producing television shows. She has been a president of a major association. And she comes from a family of wealth, the founders of Sheridan, who started with nothing and built Sheridan Hotel Chain. And then she married into a family who started with nothing and built great, great wealth, billionaire wealth, Frank Perdue, the chicken guy. And now she has a new book and it's called Tough Man, Tender Chicken, Business and Life Lessons from Frank Perdue. Well, tell us 
Mitzi, about this book. There's some life lessons that he talks about and you talk about in the book that are profound. And uh, let's talk about some of those principles that you talk about in the book. All right. Well, one of them was was something that that Frank made, I'd almost say a cornerstone of his life. And it's a quote from a psychiatrist from the year that the guy's name was William James and he was oh, famous. Yeah. He, was, he was really, really famous like in the early 1900s. And he had a sentence that I recommend to absolutely everybody because it's sort of a key to life. And here goes, the deepest principle of human nature is the craving for appreciation. Mm. So Frank was just so aware that the people who worked with him, he, he, his ways of showing appreciation, I just thought were so clever. But, you know, you already, in, in a previous conversation, you, you mentioned that, that Frank would know the names of, of thousands of people who worked on the line. And I, I used to, you know, doesn't it show appreciation if you take the trouble to learn somebody's name? Absolutely. But, the most but, beautiful sound of someone else is their name. There you go. Boom. There you go. Oh, by the way, he was a huge fan of, of uh, Dale Carnegie, by the way. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. And, and so you got a, is it, how many, how many points of interest are there that you teach in this book? Because there's some really strong points of interest uh, throughout the book. And each chapter tells a life lesson. So what are those different chapters, Mitzi? Well, I, I have an abbreviated version of it that I'm holding up right here. Okay. There's the, there's the hardcover that you have. Mm -hmm. But just like in the last few minutes, there appeared at my door uh, a great big box, too heavy for me to carry, of I think it's a thousand of these. It's the same book that we've been talking about, Business and Life Lessons from Frank Perdue. But uh, some, of, some of your listeners, some of our listeners, may know uh, Charlie Tremendous Jones. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to, let me tell for those who don't know, Charlie Tremendous Jones was one of the first great motivational personality speakers back in the 50s. And he loved books. He had a great quote to say, in five years, you'll be the same person you are today, for, except for two things, the people you meet who inspire you, the books you read that empower you. I met Charlie Tremendous Jones at the National Speakers Association. And then we did some events together at the Crystal Cathedral and a number of others wow. became good friends. And we did a tour together. Me, Charlie, and Mark Victor Hansen were on the Crystal Cathedral men's men's tour. And that's where we became good friends. And I would go to Pennsylvania often to spend time with Charlie because he loved books, had the most vast library you've ever seen. He had a building that was a library. Wow. Most people have a home in their a room in their home. He had a building. He loved books. So his daughter, he started a publishing company and his daughter, the wonderful Dr. Tracy Jones has taken it over. And now she is working with Mitzi on uh, producing books. Well, where can they get this brand new book, Mitzi? so that people can get copies for themselves. They need to get one for everybody in their family. They need to get one for everybody in their organization. Where can they get the book and where can they get the, the, the uh, you know, the smaller version? So first tell them where they get the big book. Okay. All of them are available on Amazon. And there's, there, there's kind of a fun story from my point of view. Please. I, I, I was an admirer of Charlie Tremendous Jones. I met his daughter, but I met her through your friend, Mark Victor Hansen. Sure. But the coolest thing is she saw the book that you've been describing, Tough Man, Tender Chicken. 
And she asked one of the most flattering things that's ever happened to me. I mean, I'm doing cartwheels of joy that it happened, but she read the book that you've been talking about and said, why not have a smaller version of it? And if you do, you'll be in the company of Hershey, a biography of him, the, the uh, chocolate guy, right? Walt Disney, uh, not Dale Carnegie. Who's the other Carnegie? Uh, Andrew um, Carnegie. And Andrew Carnegie, General Patton. And I thought, boy, would that be the most fun thing in the world? And so this book has just come out. It's like almost, well, today's the first day that I've, I've had a whole lot of them in my hands. Where can and, they get it? Well, they can get it. If, if, if you want to get it from Amazon, that's great. It's $5. Or if it's Kindle, it's $2.99. Or if you want to get it in quantity, like 50, 50 copies, uh, I'll give it to you for $2 each plus postage. And oh, 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 say that again. If you want to get 50 copies, give to all your friends, $2 each plus postage. You cannot beat that. Where, what should they do? Tell them how to get that. Okay, write to me. And that's Mitzi, M-I-T-Z-I. And I, I don't know if anybody remembers the name Mitzi Gaynor anymore, but it's right, M-I-T-Z-I. Right. And Mitzi at MitziPerdue.com. And that's and spelled P-E-R-D-U-E. Am I right? You're right. Thank you. P-E-R, per, like per, uh, uh, perfect, Purdue. D-U-E, Purdue. So Mitzi, P-M-I-T. So we want to spell, so you want to send her email, Mitzi at MitziPerdue.com to order the $2 version. You got to get it. Now you got to get them in quantity, folks. Don't ask for one. You got to get them in quantity, but you will get a great deal. What a great deal. You can get a thousand of them for your friends and family members. That would be great. 10,000. Hey, I had a thousand. It would be a dollar fifty each. Oh, see, you get even better, folks. (laughs) So she's giving deals. I love when you get my people deals all my listeners so you want to get this book it's fantastic let's talk about a couple other things that he he taught he talked about listening he also talked about the fact that you must be uh willing to be uh uh, really frugal he was frugal he was a billionaire he he, i mean he it's it's crazy that the i know what his income was this man was not poverty struck nevertheless in every major city in the world would always go, would use the subways. Wow. I think that he knew the New York subway system better than the average New Yorker, but he also knew the subway systems of London, Paris, Moscow, uh, Beijing. I mean, he, he, and I think his reason for that was he didn't want to be in a great big bubble. Why he liked subways or, or even buses. And his reason was, he wanted, he didn't want to lose touch with real people rather than going around in chauffeur driven Rolls Royces, which a lot of his peers did. Wow. And you say that when he would fly, he would fly. Economy. Coach, coach and economy. Coach. Yeah. And he would take the difference and be philanthropic with it to bless somebody, to do something good for somebody. And so that's a big part of this. He always wanted to help others as he built his success. He wanted to help others. I love a couple other things that are so profound. He created an ethical will. I thought this was profound. An ethical will of what he wanted to leave for his family and for his, uh, his, his legacy. 
And it is so profound. The ethical will is a major part of this book, and I love it, and it's incredible. I want to ask you about the fact that he had the family members to read, the kids and grandkids read one of those ethical points at his funeral. He knew that he wanted that to be instilled. Just some great principles that I thought you should know. Here are a couple of things. I'm going to go through them and you can kind of hit, hit each one and, and expand on it. Be honest always. Be honest yeah. always. All right. And his purpose for that was if you want to, at the end of your days, if you want to look back in your life with satisfaction, fulfillment, or you think I led a good life, you're going to have more friends. You're going to have more pride in your, pride in your accomplishments if you are honest. And by the way, the purpose of the ethical will he, yes. knew he, was, he knew he was going to leave those who came after him you know, plenty of material goods, but he thought that doesn't necessarily make people happy. In fact, it often makes people completely, utterly, totally miserable. So how do you escape inheriting wealth and turning into a horrible, monstrous person who's miserable? And boy, have I seen plenty of them. Right. Uh, he, he thought that values were the way of having a decent life. And, and so the ethical will, he wrote it, he was in his 80s, he had Parkinson's and he knew his days were numbered. Uh, he wanted to leave to his children and anybody who came after him, the, I, I think I'll call them recipes for living, ways of, if you, if you act in a particular way, you have a greater chance of being happy and making those around you happy. And being honest was number one. Wow. Number one. But what we're going to do is I'm going to read a couple of them. Then we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back. We're going to go through the rest of them. Then we're going to get to the Yagatas. Everybody knows we got the Yagatas. What you got to do to be successful from Mitzi Purdue's perspective. Let me read a couple of these. He said, be honest always. Be a person whom others are justified in trusting. If you say you'll do something, do it. You don't have to be the best, but you should be the best you can be. Treat all people with courtesy and respect, no exceptions. Remember that the way to be happy is to think of what you can do for others. The way to be miserable is to think about what people should be doing for you. Be part of something bigger than yourself, that something can be family, the pursuit of knowledge, the environment, or whatever you choose. Remember that hard work is satisfying and fulfilling. Nurture the ability to laugh and have fun. Have respect for those who have gone before you and learned from their weaknesses and builds on their strengths. Whew. We're going to take a quick break. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and my special guest, Mitzi Perdue. We'll be right back. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. the phone you can call and call me, me.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. It's another great day. I'm so excited because I got my friend and my special guest, Mitzi Perdue, on the line with me today. She is a world changer. She is a woman who's seen success from a number of different vantage points where she can see success in the growth period. She can see success on how it is uh, established and then how it is maintained over generations. This is a great thing. One of the things I read about Mitzi is that wealth can come from one of three ways primarily, from being an entrepreneur, from investing, or from inheritance. And you've seen inheritance because you got it from your father who left you the Sheridan Hotel brand, you and your family, and y'all were able to keep it and then sell it to a big corporate concern. And then you've seen it from Frank Purdue and how he was able to build a empire from zero employees to over 20,000 and then to be able to sustain it. I believe his son is still running. Is he still running the company? Or Yes, uh, we're, we're actually their four genera- The fourth generation is now working in the company. We're 101 years old. 
Wow. Fantastic. Incredible. 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 Okay. So uh, let me ask you about the uh, principles that Frank Perdue created to have such great success. What were the principles that you saw over and over again? And maybe they're the principles that we saw in, in his, uh, his points. He said, you got to listen. We talked about that. Honor, lead, network, learn. He was constantly learning save, leave a legacy, and a gift to his family. Let's talk about the lead, the lead and the honor. Talk about that a little bit. To me, part of leadership is where you get other people to embrace your vision. And, you know, this, this is from my father, but the quote's from my father, but I watched my husband put it into action. A leader's job is to give people a better vision of themselves. Mm. So. The, can I talk just briefly about how my father did it? And sure. Then I'll, and then less briefly about my, how my husband did it. Absolutely. All right. My father was, he said that in his world, there were three ways to get people to do what you want. Uh, and the first one is intimidation. You can stand up there in front of people and say, you know, shape up or you're fired. Uh, he said that was an ineffective way to get people to embrace your vision because they might do what you want, but they're going to do it grudgingly. Mm. The second way is, hey, do a really good job. And there's a bonus for you. There's a raise for you. And father said that wasn't a really good way either because bribery. Yeah, the first one is intimidation. The second is bribery. With bribery, oh dear, people work for the bribe rather than the good of the whole. Mm. And so he said the third way, the one way that he does a pre, that he that works is inspiration mm. you give you get you tell people like you're not making beds or bartending no you're building the most popular hotel in the city that's going to be an inspiration to everybody else so that was that was father's way now here's what frank would do that would build on it and this is something that i had to do with and i'm kind of proud of it but since i grew up in the hospitality industry and i think I'm joking when I say this, but sort of that you solve all problems by, by getting people together. I suggested to Frank that within maybe a week of our getting married, that we should entertain every single person who worked for the company in our home. Wow. Well, at that point, there were 16,000 people. And yeah, you know, Frank resisted the idea at first because he said, you know, that's way too many. Uh, but eventually we did it. Uh, roughly three times a month, 100 people at a time for almost 17 years, we would have, we would have his employees in our home for a buffet dinner. And at these, uh, at these dinners, he would, you know, he would pay attention to each person, make them feel important. And then tell me if this isn't a, a fabulous thing for a CEO or president to do. We had a great big long buffet table serving chicken of course of course and behind the tape but behind the buffet line there would be several people serving including frank wow. frank would wait on his employees how's that for a way of communicating to people that you're important wow what a great leadership principle to show them that they're important 
And, you know, we look at a, a scriptural point that Jesus said the greatest among us is the greatest servant. And so that's exactly right. And I, and I read in one of the books, because you got a number of books. You, you did a book with Mark Victor Hansen as well. What was the name of and that I'm, book? And I'm working in another one right now. Oh, well. But the, the one that I worked with him, it was called Up, as in uh, how to be up in down times. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, where uh, can they get your books uh, and where can they get all your products? All right. Amazon and they want you to come speak too. Well, I'd love that because speaking is my absolute passion. I, uh, allow me to share a little thing. I mean, everybody get your pencils and papers ready to, for me to give you the address. But before we get to that, you mentioned speaking. Uh, at eight, I'm 80. At age 75, I took the National Speakers Association Speakers Academy year-long course. And I just discovered what I really love in life, and that is communication. So, yes, please take my, my address down. Okay, the address uh, is Mitzi, M-I-T-Z-I, at MitziPurdue.com. And the one tricky part about MitziPurdue.com is Purdue is spelled like chicken, which is E-R. <laughs> so P-E-R-D-U-E. Um, exactly. Now, uh, go to MitziPurdue.com, too, and you can learn more about her speaking programs, lots of good information on her website. Real quick, Mitzi, we got a few minutes. I want to ask you a question I ask every guest. If I took you to a college here in Washington, whether it's a Howard or American or GW or Georgetown, and we went to a business class with young entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs who want to be successful in business, tell them a couple you got us that they got to do if they're going to be successful. What are some you got us? All right, number one, you gotta build your talent stack because both my late father and my late husband weren't the best in the world at anything, but they had so many things that they could draw on to solve problems that they became world beaters. And as an example with Frank, uh, I mean, he, he knew accounting, he knew management, he knew poultry. I mean, he could have been a veterinarian. He knew so much about poultry. Uh, he knew marketing. He he just oh he knew about lobbying. He knew about the law. He he was forever learning. So mm. I think uh, actually number one and number two are the same. You gotta have a big talent stack, and to do that, you gotta learn. Be a learner, a lifelong learner, and constant lifelong learner. learning. Wow, that's fantastic. Any other you gotas that you want to throw at them real quick? Well, I'll share one that influences me. Sure. And. It comes from Mark Twain. Mark Twain said, and he's being metaphorical, but if you've got a big nasty job to do that day, eat it first thing in the morning so, mm. that, so that you get it done. Because I love the feeling each day of getting some big thing done and I do it in the morning and then I can enjoy the rest of the day. Wow. Wow. And let me tell you, I love the fact you're 80 and you got such energy and got such enthusiasm for life with a mindset that you're just getting started. Am I right about it? Oh, listen, I can't wait till I'm 100 and I really am, am, have hit my stride. <laughs> well, folks, my guest has been Mitzi Purdue. Again, Mitzi, tell them where they can reach you, where they can get the book It's and the name of the book and all the other books as well that they can get from you. Okay, go to Amazon, Mitzi Purdue, or write to me directly, particularly if you'd like a speaker, but, but also if you'd like uh, to have this paperback in quantity, it's $2 each if you buy 50 or more, and I'll autograph it. I'll autograph all of them. That's Mitzi at MitziPurdue.com. 
And Bitsy I'd love at, to hear you for, hear from you. Bitsy at MitziPurdue.com, folks. Send her an email. Go to MitziPurdue.com if you just want to read up on her and what she's doing and what she's done. Go to Amazon.com to get her books. She, got, she has a number of books. And you can learn. She got some articles about her dad, about the life lessons. I went on the website. I studied. Uh-huh. There's a great yeah. article, by the way. I don't even know if you know it, Mitzi, in the New York Times about you. And it was a fabulous uh, uh, article that I found. It's incredible. So, folks, again, Mitzi Purdue. And I want to thank all of you again for listening. And I want to thank our sponsor at Truist. I'm so grateful for Truist and all they have done and been for us. You know, we're excited because they have partnered with us. PB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Check out how Truist is unleashing potential at Truist.com. Let me spell it for you. It's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. I want to encourage you to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. Sign up for my newsletter or go there and you got goodies, some free gifts on that same page. Get my uh, free my free goodies and gifts that we give, some audio books, some videos and ideas and things that will help you grow. And then make sure to join us every Monday night, Monday night, every Monday night, nine o'clock Eastern time, where my bride and I do our weekly television show on marriage and relationships. It's called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, the broadcast. And it's taken from the book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, 10 Secrets to Shape a Great Marriage. Send us your questions. If you have relationship or marriage questions that are challenges, then send us an email at info at willyjolly.com, info at willyjolly.com, and then join us for the TV show Monday nights on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, and on Willy Jolly LinkedIn Live, and you can see us, and then you can also watch the replays on uh, YouTube with uh, the Willy and D Jolly Jolly Marriage uh, YouTube channel. I am so grateful for each and every one of you for being with us through this journey to inspire the world to do more, be more, and achieve more. So make it a point to keep sharing this show with everybody you know. And remember for sure, your best is still yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great week. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program 
and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire. WillieJolly.com slash billionaire or WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.